Lori Prox here with Public Works Director for City of Valdez, John Witt, and Nate Duvall, Assistant City Manager for City of Valdez. And John, we talked um, in our previous podcast a little bit about snow loads and, and getting snow off of roofs, and um, you're in charge of getting the roads clear. So what are some things that we could let people know that would help the city crew to clear the roads better? I know where to park would be one. And then a little bit later, we're going to get into, you know, hey, I just moved here. And what do I do? What's the what's the protocol? What's the dance you do with the loaders? You know, what what should you do when one's in front or behind you? So let's start first with um, parking. Sure. Parking. Please avoid parking on the street during or after a snowfall. Uh, it's very important to, to leave space for our loaders and graders. Uh, when you look at the size of our graders and the size of your car, there's not a lot of room uh, to, to fill that gap. Uh, so during, during a snowstorm and then even after a snowstorm, uh, please just park in your driveway um, or park at a neighbor's house so that you can leave room for our graders. Are there certain times of day that the city crews, I mean, can, can you kind of, I, I live on the street to the high school, so I know that, that early morning before, you know, I think it's one of the, the first streets because there's a lot of traffic on that, you know, at, at between sure. 730 and eight in the morning. So I know to be off of it by then. Is, are, is there protocol for that on other streets or good times and bad times? So they start, they start at 3.30 in the morning uh, if there's four or more inches of okay. snow. And when they, when they go out, they are out there till 5 o'clock at night. But they try to hit the primary streets uh, and uh, open them up before school starts. Well, in this last snowfall, it's been, what did you say, 153 inches um, through this past weekend. So... How many hours is your crew working and how does a big snowfall like that affect um, where you can get? I know you go to Anchorage. They can't get to any of it. They, they have so many streets and it's, it's. I, I've been saying on the air, if you want to appreciate our snow removal, just go to Anchorage. But it, they're not used to having that much snow. We kind of are the boss of snow removal here in Valdez. But when you have a big snowfall like this, what do you do to keep your crew on and keep keep staffed? Well, my wife was was a wonderful person yesterday. She came up and cooked breakfast for them uh, when they came back from their first round out. Um, but really, they're they're a good good team and uh, very energetic, very upbeat, and they seem to love this type of weather. Uh, it keeps them busy throughout the day. Well, and that's part of the job. I mean, you're is and it is going to be dependent on on snow. So I guess if if there wasn't snow. They'd be waiting for snow, right? <laughs> it's the mentality of you know, somebody takes this job because it's what they want to do. It's you know, they find enjoyment in it, and whether they have it when they start, they you got to find a way to like it because you're going to be doing it. Yeah, I was talking to Ed Matson up at uh, DOT. He's the foreman up there, and that was absolutely his attitude. Like, you know, we're we're going to do this. Here's how it's going, and he was very excited about, you know, how it was going to be different this year, and what are you thinking about how he was going to do it? And so, what are are there things? I know you've had. You have turnover sometimes, or are there some things that you're working out early season? You know, you get a big snowfall like this, and you probably figure out, oh, these are things we need to do a little bit differently, or um, you know, moving ahead, things that you'll you'll do differently, or the public can know to to help you help you out. Sure, this this is my first season in Valdez, uh, so I'm learning a lot from our crew. Uh, but yes, they they do quite a bit to to uh, in anticipation of the snow. 
And, and the public is not really shy about telling you what they think, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but the public has been very supportive this winter. And uh, we've gotten compliments. Uh, we've had a couple of boxes of cookies dropped off. And it's it's been really wonderful. And the, the Valdezians here, they, they just seem to uh, know what snow is like. So you may not make the assumption that, oh, they, they just don't know how to do this. You might say, oh, hey, here's how it lasts you know, this is how it was was done. Here's why this doesn't work. These are things that you you would welcome. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you're you're more than welcome to hop on uh, to the city of Valdez website. Uh, I what we have a search bar now, and you could ask questions or leave comments. And 100 percent that we we always appreciate someone letting us know what they think or a better way how to do it. How big is your crew? You know, because I, it's a, we're a small town, a lot of snow, but you can probably pivot pretty easily. So what, what is your crew? How many amazing astound us with the equipment? I don't know what any of it is. They're just big yellow things, but for people who might know better. Sure. Uh, so we have, we have a few people from our, our solid waste team that, that moves snow and we have our team uh, at the city shop and overall it's about 12 to 15 people every day. Uh, that moves snow. Tell us about the gear. Like what kind of equipment do you have? So they run loaders, uh, which have the big bucket on the front. They run graders uh, that that drags a blade beneath it. And then we also have the blowers that will shoot snow 30, 40 feet in any direction that they want to. Highest mound of snow in Valdez, because there are certain areas. I know the radio station used to... Um, do a thing where it was a snowbank drive-in movie, shear off the front of a snowbank and show a movie on it. Um, oh, we need to bring and that And it's going to be like 30, 40 <laughs> feet high. Um, and, but, but there are some piles of snow that can get 40 f- feet high where you're putting some of the snow in a season. I'll answer that. He's, oh, yeah, he's e- easily. It. You know, some of the places where we have to blow, and it, a little bit subjective, but on the backside of the Civic Center Hill where they have to blow snow, I mean, that pile of snow goes all the way to the top of the hill. And so it's a base, and then it builds all the way up. But you know, in, even in the park strip, we're easily 20 to 40 feet tall in, in a lot of places. Well, and that has been a thing. When you get so much snow like we have so quickly, where do you, you know, getting it put where it needs to go. Sometimes, you know, you kind of get the street clean, and it goes halfway to there, and then, you know, then, you, then you've got to move it later. So how much snow is too much snow, and, you, and we run out of places to put it? I don't think we found that yet. Haven't found it yet. There are some little <laughs> weird things, though. I remember, like, you can't just dump it into the ocean, right? There are some stipulations to pushing it into the ocean. Um, DEC regulates what's going in and out of the water, and that's a pretty pretty important environmental factor that we put into uh, consideration. But uh, it would be great if you could just shove it all into the bay and recycle it. But one of the biggest challenges, and we talk about why doesn't Valdez truck snow? Well, there's a lot of cost implications, there's personnel implications, but also because of those regulations, as I understand them, the minute you put snow in the bed of a truck, it's now, you're no longer able to put it into the water. And so it would have to be trucked and stored somewhere else. And so it's not like you could just load up trucks, back them up to the bay and, and push them in. It's it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot of rules and regulations around things. Again, I'm oversimplifying it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember something to the effect that it, like, you have to put it next to the water and then let it melt on land, like in some sort of a grate, so that any of the debris 
then doesn't get into the ocean. I think that was the rationale, which when you hear that, you go, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Didn't think of that. Yeah, but everybody, t- time somebody spits out their gum or you know, drops a receipt out of their car, that all goes onto the road and it gets pushed into a snow lot. And you wouldn't want, right. you wouldn't want to fill the ocean with that necessarily. All right. And we wanted to go, as long as we're talking about water, um, city also manages the harbor. And I'll be talking with some folks from U.S. Coast Guard about um, some things that they want to talk about next week. And I'm sure we'll touch on, but it's probably, hopefully, isn't we're not too late to tell people to shovel their boats. Yeah, absolutely. See, our harbor crew doesn't shovel individuals' boats for them. Uh, there are a number of contractors that work in the harbor and take care of that. Uh, the harbor master and the crew over there, Sarah and AJ and, and Larry super and the gang, yeah. they're, they're super helpful. They're more than willing to call people and say, hey, you got a lot of snow on your boat. Um, but if your plug goes bad and it's full of snow, it, things just get bad in a hurry. So if you're, if you're not sure what your boat looks like, call the harbor master's office. They can tell you if, if you need to get somebody on it. And again, if in doubt, I'd And sometimes it's just it a reminder, you know, someone's Absolutely. vacationing in Morocco, right? The last thing from their mind is snow so and, and the city security cameras are now on uh youtube oh, nice. so that if uh, you look up city of valdez you'll be able to look at the security cameras over the harbor yeah we, we live stream the harbor specifically for that reason so that people in fairbanks or the valley mm-hmm. that have a boat there can look at the live stream they can see maybe not their boat but a boat and say well i haven't shoveled my boat it probably looks like that um, yeah and it's not just snow though as you mentioned i know that's one of the thing the coast guard mentions is is that you want to go just check on it for a myriad of reasons. And then I understand that um, I know people were posting some photos of the harbor and it's all this snow. Is it affecting the, how it's freezing or how it's settling in the harbor? Yeah. So the, the snow, because the snow is considered fresh water and the harbor itself is salt water. What ends up happening is all that snow that gets pushed into the bay and into the harbor, it, it freezes, it's got a different freezing point than the salt water. And so we do end up with a with a pretty good ice layer in the harbor, and we go around and we break it up fairly well. I was going to ask if that's an issue right now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, and it will be more so over the course of the winter. Uh, eventually, it flushes out, but uh, it it's a little bit of an issue. At what point do you call yourself the northern? We're the northernmost ice free port, so uh, if you have to break up the snow, we still are, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All right, and then we wanted to get back to you, John, and talk a little bit about trash. We want to talk trash. So it's pretty trash impo- cans. Where do you put them with all the snow? Sure, uh, I would encourage people to be timely about putting their trash out and taking their trash can back in, and to leave it behind the curb. Uh, when our teams are out removing snow and their big yellow iron, they can't get out to move your trash can over uh, the two or three feet that it's sticking out into the road. So. Be mindful of that when you're putting your trash out and uh, just just make sure it's behind the curb. Okay, so two different crews. You want to keep it off of the, the curb for so that the loaders can get through. That's and right. And then putting it in your driveway should be good enough for the, is, the trash crew can get there. Our, our trash trucks, they could reach out, uh, you know, five, six feet. Uh, from the trash from the edge of the road so yeah putting it in your driveway that's great no i know that there was a grinch aboard the trash crew last year are there have there been any sightings i know the grinch has been sighted in town but i think um not related to the garbage truck i I would keep an eye out i think you might be seeing the grinch riding on the trash truck again and john you wanted to mention one more thing about parking a tip for people out there when there's a lot of snow yeah, our crews get out there pretty early in the morning, uh, sometimes as early as 1 a.m. So do not try not to park your vehicle out overnight. 
and be sure not to park inside of our snow dumps. Hey, what happens when somebody parks their car and then they remove snow around it and then all of a sudden it's like a 30-foot high lump of snow? What does the city do if with that? Does it just stay there? Is there some point at which you... Because you, you, do you dig, you know, dig in to see the, the license plate? I don't know. Mm. What happens? So two things happen. They get bermed in first, uh, and then they are subject to being towed. Uh, so we'll dig out the license plate to figure out ownership, and then you'll get a, a phone call from the PD saying your car has been moved for you. And usually there's some cost associated with that. 